0: You busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. If I called you the way I'm calling you now and, and just ask you a random question, what's good? What what comes to your mind when when I ask that? Does it p- depend on my tone? Does it depend on, you know, how much emphasis I put on it? Like, if I have more emphasis on what's and then good, like, how how do you view that? I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. Um, I'm from New York. Yeah, and uh, depending on how you said that, that means you want to fight. <laughs> like if you walk in and somebody's looking at you, and then they say, "What? Well, what's What's good? You good? Like what's good?" That means you want to fight. Cause like why are you staring? I don't understand. Um, that's why, that's why when Nicki Minaj, uh, the deacon, uh, deaconess, rather, was talking to Miley Cyrus and she wanted to be disrespectful. She said, Miley, what's good? It's a New York thing. I can't explain it, but it, it literally means like, so however you want to do it is however you about to get it. Like just, you know, (laughs) knuckle sandwich for two, like however you want to do it. Uh, and I feel like the society that we live in, good is being really really watered down like all of the slang is like something either super sad or super like there was a time that you know a dude would look at a chick and be like yo she is bad and that means that she was really really you know like snatched did whatever needs to be done but she was pleasing to the eye you know Uh you know, there, it just depends on where you used it, what you were using it for that just depend on the level of like, oh, interpretation, I get what you're saying. So I really wanted to ask, pertaining to your life, how do you deem when something's good or not? Is it by the feeling you get? Uh, you know, the, I, I guess it, it could be, you know, if you're eating something like mm, that, that ain't no good <laughs> that Ain't about nothing, you know, th- then we would know that interpretation was, oh, the food was disgusting. So you gave it how many thumbs down? Oh, OK, then I won't be eating. That. I'm good on that. Um, you know, how was the fill in the blank? Depending on your ideal of good or bad, you could, you know, sway some people away from wanting to repeat that experience or what have you. But for your own personal life circumstances. How do you deem if something is for your good? Because I've read in the Bible that I read, you know, I read in the NLT version. I've read that in uh, Romans eight twenty eight. it says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. But can I ask you something? Have you ever really given that? verse like any real thought like I know you heard it before you know everything come together we heard that before but what do you consider good you know if some someone passing you know at a ripe old age someone may look at that like that's terrible she was she was 99 it's like but for somebody else it's like but that was good that was a good life like so I think we really need to identify because it's, it's so much variable in that how do you view good but more importantly do you view good the way that God does because if he's saying if one of his promises is literally eight Romans 828 and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them but first of all um and we know that god causes everything to work together for the good okay if we know that part do we know the part, do we know what good is do we know what that looks like listen i don't want to be promised something and i don't know what you're promising it's almost like giving me a bank account and giving me the the debit atm card or what have you and i don't know what's in it and you're like here you go because if I don't know what's in it, then I don't know how to spend. If I don't know how to spend it, I don't know how to align my life decisions. If I don't know how to align my life decisions, then I'm walking around aimlessly with a card in my possession that's doing nothing for me because I know of the card, but I don't know the contents of it. Do you see what I'm saying? So reading that again, I'm like, okay, uh, and we know because we should. Okay. We know that God causes everything to work together for the good. He causes everything to work together for the good. But God sometimes things happen in my life and I don't like the way it feels. So that's that's not good to me. You know, personally speaking, when my mother passed on my birthday, that wasn't That didn't feel good. You know, when such and such betrayed me, that didn't feel good at all. When family members kept doing what they had to do and I had to cut them off, that didn't feel good. But was it for my good? How did I deem good? Is good just a feeling for you? Work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. I think we need to keep reading that. According to his purpose for them. So maybe we need to start reading more of like how God operates in order to truly understand how he looks at good. So I went back to the only place that I know to go back to because it's a very good place to start, not Do Re Mi, but Genesis. Because that's the first time that God introduced us with the term good. And so I wanted a different perspective on how God sees something good. I know what I call good. But uh, when I looked around at some of the situations and circumstances in my life, I can't say that all of that felt good. Um, yeah, I can't say that I called the good at that moment, but I can say that, you know what, I think I actually think some good came from it. So how do you define good? Let's go back to Genesis. In the beginning, I feel like I need the, the James Earl Jones in the beginning. I can't do it. In the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. Two, the earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Three, then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Four, and God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. Five, God called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. Hmm. Okay, let's keep reading. Then God said, let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens and the waters of the earth. Seven. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters from of the earth from the waters of the heavens. Eight. God called the space sky. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the second day. Let's keep reading. Nine. Then God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place, so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. Ten. God called the dry ground land and the waters sea. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation every sort of seed-bearing plant and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. Twelve, the land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. And evening passed, and morning came, walking the third day. Okay, so time out. Are you seeing the pattern? I am. Go back. Let's go back to verse 3. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. For, and God saw that the light was good. What was good about the light? What, what was good about it? I think what God was trying to show us immediately, that when something is operating in the purpose that it was supposed to operate in, then that is what God deems good. Because if if we go back, and I um you know, well if you go forward rather a couple of chapters later, uh God literally says that he regrets making man. And I think that is because he looked down and he saw that what he intended, what his operational purpose was supposed to be It was no longer, so I think at that moment, he realized it was no longer good. When I'm reading Genesis 1, the only time that I see that God says that something was good was after he spoke what he wanted to see and it produced what he said it was supposed to produce. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light, and God saw that the light was good. I think if God said, let there be darkness, and then there was a tree, he would have been like, mm, okay, let's run that back, Quavo. That didn't quite, um, (laughs) that's not what I said to do. Because he didn't throw good around a whole bunch of times. The whole, I got all the way up to 9, verse 9, and he said it twice. And God saw that it was good and God, verse 10, God called the dry ground land and the water sea and God saw that it was good. He only called it good after he saw that it did what it was supposed to do. He only called it good when he seen that what he said is what appeared. He only said that it was good when he saw that he can manifest something with his words the way that he wanted us to. And when he spoke, it manifested and so that is good. And there is something about your life that you are looking at things that are supposed to be manifested differently you're supposed to be speaking about it differently you're supposed to be producing it differently and it does not feel good but you do not realize that you are not producing it the way that God did so it's never going to be good you're calling people with potential a good match for you no sweetheart that's potential that means that they could potentially go good or could potentially go bad but you will never know because it's not whole yet You cannot get to a home that is just the wood frame, right? And call it good to live in. No, because it is not currently in its current state a livable place. So it's not a good place for you to live. And when you start looking at things in your life like that, like, you know what? I know what it has the potential to be, but in its current state, it's not good for me. Oh, would it save so many people from heartbreak and disappointment and frustration of the dating game and all the things E, all of the above. I know what that job has the potential to be, but in its current state, what is the thing that God has given you to do there? You only been in that particular time frame. You only have that particular accolade. You And matter of fact, you probably don't need none of that. You just need the right people in the right places. God just needs to go ahead and soften somebody's heart. It just needs to be, You don't even know what the sequence is to get there. All you know is that you need God to inform you what purpose he has over your life. And in every decision that you manifest from that point on, it will be good. That is why. When Jesus walked up to the fig tree and he was hungry, when he was making his way downtown with the disciples, and he walked up to that fig tree and it, it didn't produce no figs, he looked at it and was like, "Uh, curse you. Because it wasn't good. A fig tree is supposed to produce what? Figs. And so if you have the silhouette or the illusion of something good, but you're not producing it, then it's not good. Start changing how you're seeing good in your life. Well, that's a good job. They pay good over there. (laughs) You know, that's what I heard when I went to go work for um, fill in the blank. (laughs) Give you a hint. Insurance company real real big. Uh, Makes a lot of money. Profit share the whole thing. Oh, they pay real good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what you forgot to tell me is when I got in there, that thing is so stressful. I'm talking about FMLA should be hyphenated names on some of the employees' badges. Because that's the only way you're going to get some rest in here. It is overworked. It is designed not to have it where one person can do a job well done. And it feels terrible. But you called it a good job because of the pay? Oh, baby, we have two different versions of good. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a good neighborhood. Uh, are you basing it just on the school district? Because I went to at least two to three neighbors' houses, and it don't look like that's who I want to be neighbors with. Like, like I, I don't want to feel judged and, um, you know, name the thing that makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, so that's not good for me. You understand? That's why it is so... You got to be really careful in who you get your advice from because good is respective, right? It it is literally somebody can, I have a friend who loves to eat certain things that I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to be able to stomach. I'm not going to be able to do it calamari mm-mm, is rubber bands <laughs> rubber band man I, I had one experience too many and no I, no, because you haven't had it from such and such guess what but I had it okay and that texture that calamari-ness is very octopi I can't mm, I'm not gonna it's no good for me okay I can eat something and I think it is delicious I love olives I think that they are so good my husband not so much Okay. um, Barely want to kiss me after. But you know what? He's going to get this kiss because that's the kind of great baby I am. Okay. I'm trying to drive home the fact that we are missing opportunities. Valuable ones for our lives. Because of how we are approaching what's good in our lives. I literally need people to start being it's not even a a thing of being more patient with certain things don't worry you know your time will come and you know you the the bosses will see how you know you're working and Your spouse will go ahead and really start appreciating you. And don't worry, the kids will, it's going to pay out at some point. It's a headache now. And I think if you started looking at good as so far distant in the future, you start to get drained now. What's good about that? That's why the Bible says hope deferred brittles the bones. I don't want to defer any of my hope. I want it now, sir. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I want to cash in on that hope. Mm Mm-hmm first name you said yeah um you ready S, like yeah mark me down for hope all the time is how I'm starting to feel about it but when you don't really understand God's purpose for your life can you operate in good can you like if the light didn't know I have to be light could it have operated in God's ideal of good if the sky didn't know oh you want me to separate uh okay and the beautiful part about it is can I just see what I just got some revelation on just now like real talk can we just go back to the um <laughs> to the sky real quick matter of fact I want to go back to uh when God was naming something because that was let, let's go to verse nine Then God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters sea and God saw that it was good. Did you just see what happened? God said, let there be something. And it was. And it happened exactly the way that God said that it was going to happen. And once it happened the way that God said it was going to happen, God gave it an identity. And then once it got the identity and it was operating the way that God said it should operate, then God said that it was good. Let the waters, and he said it was supposed to happen, and then that was exactly what happened. And then God called the dry ground land and the water sea, and God saw that it was good. He, manifest, he had a plan for something. He manifested it. It operated in this purpose. He gave it an identity, and then he said it was good. Maybe that's what's missing in your life. Or maybe not your lesson, somebody that you know. Maybe the identity part is starting to, it's just like, I don't know what God wants for me, and I don't know what my purpose is, and I don't know, you know, and people go through that at different times in their life. I'm making it comical, but it's a serious thing. Like you literally were bred to for a purpose on purpose in a certain time frame on purpose like you were bred on purpose for a purpose do so you know what your purpose is? That's literally like a car sitting on a lot not knowing um, you're supposed to be driven. And that's awesome and pretty and all the bells and whistles and you got all the upgrades and the navigational everything. I don't care how beautiful, how whatever, you don't get to operate successfully until someone gets in this car and drives you. So car, I, you're going to have to wait a couple more, you know, centuries until you can drive yourself. But your purpose is to get someone to their destination safely. Your purpose is to make sure that you run, but you have to run on gas. Also, you need to be taken care of. You need to get your tune-ups and your, and your your oils and changes and all that kind of stuff. But also, you need to be registered in whatever county or city or state you live in. But also, you also need to make sure you have some insurances. So there are so many compartments to just driving a car for a car to be good that goes into driving a car how many pieces you think goes into your life? So if somebody right now just dropped off and was like, hey, you won the dream car, you know, whatever your car is, name it, claim it, it, you know, receive it, it's yours. And they gave you the keys in your hand and was like, congratulations. You know that if you wanted to, you couldn't drive that car um too far without somebody going, um pull over, <laughs> where's your tax? Yeah, where's your license plate? What you doing? So, yeah, that's not a good car yet, is it? Okay, it, it may be, you know, in its current state because it's your dream car, you love all the things, but it's not serving in its purpose, which is to get you to and fro because it doesn't have all the components to get you to and fro. When you're looking at your life, there is a purpose for it. And as things are happening and things are coming together and things are operating in this space and then you're giving, you're identifying, oh, this is what this is for in my life. This is who this person is supposed to be in my life. This is the proximity I'm supposed to have to this person. Oh, this person is way too close. And God already showed me that. Give us some space. God told me to cut such and such off, but I just, for some reason, I just feel bad for such and such because, and you're doing all these different things. And the reason why good may not have manifested in your your life yet is because you have not understood what good is supposed to look like in your life so that you can start looking at stuff and identifying it quickly and saying oh I'm being slowed up because such and such is in the wrong place I'm being slowed down because you know what I have stinking thinking You know what? Let me go ahead and get somebody's good grandbaby therapist because my trauma is uh, anchored to the boat that I need to be making more progress in. Let me go ahead and try. And so you need to start identifying the who's, the what's, and all the things in between in order to identify what is good. What is the good plan that God has for you? What is it? Do you know it? And you know what? It's not even about knowing it. It's allowing God the space in your life to manifest and show it to you. That's how you know something is good. Do you see the fruit of it? When God said, let there be light, was there light? It was. And you know what? Because there was light, that thing was good. Because it did what it was supposed to do when God said it was supposed to happen. When he went ahead and said, listen, birds, I need you to go in the sky and do your thing. Listen, fish, hey, do your thing. And they did all that. Did they do it? Yes. And then what happened after it happened the way that God said? God said that it was good. Because good to God means that it happened on purpose, with a purpose, the way that he purposed it. Do you get that? So many times we are operating outside of something and we don't deem it good. And it's because you have no idea what good is supposed to look like in your life. You have no idea what it's supposed to look like. So what you need to do, what I will go ahead and challenge you in is to uh, familiarize yourself with Genesis 1. And see the few times that God did go ahead and say that something was good. And see that it was a slow process at first and then God started picking up. Because as you start adding something to the plate, when you start adding more stuff to the mix, you got more pots on the stove now. You can cook a lot more different things. And so now you can call more things good because there are more things operating in its purpose. Maybe you're looking at, you know, the foundation of your life right now. And you're like, this is no good because of where you came from and who you were born to and the family members. And, you know, you're not, you don't come from influence. You don't come from money. You don't come from, you're looking at all these different things that limit you. And what you don't realize is maybe that's exactly the ingredients that God wanted for you to have because the purpose that he has for you and the path that he has you on, those ingredients will work for your good later. I used to look up, and I said this to you before in, a, in another conversation, but I used to look up how certain people came up with certain ideas, like, you know, moms against drunk driving and things of that nature, repeat that name of Jesus, I want everybody to be safe on the road. Uh, but I looked up how they came up with those certain things, and some of them birthed something beautiful out of tragedy. So if I was to ask the person that actually made up that particular profit organization and say you know so you're doing good I, I think that they will probably look at how they got to that building that coming up with that whole 5013c all that I think that um uh, they will look at that and say you know the situation didn't feel good but the fruit of it that came out of it is good that's how I want you to start seeing your life We are looking at ingredients as it comes. You know, notice, and the Holy Spirit is revealing this to me now. I'm going to go back to the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth too. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Notice that he didn't call any of that good. God didn't call the formless and the empty good. He didn't call the darkness covered up the deep waters. He didn't call that good. He didn't even give himself props for you know him hovering over the surface of the waters. None of that was good. You know why? Because none of that was how he purposed for it to be. And so whatever is formless and empty and dark in your life, I bind it in the name of Jesus because that is demonic. God did not go ahead and intend for it to be that way. That is not how he purposed your life to look. That is not how he purposed for you to feel. And so I'm going to go ahead and come against that right now for you in the name of Jesus, through the blood of Jesus, and let you know that that is not God's good plan for your life. Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good. So if it don't feel good now, just know that something else is coming along. If it don't feel good now, just know that there's some other stuff in the midst. We're not going to just stop at the ingredients as they come one by one and name each thing, ugh, and I don't like, and this and the third. Why don't you just let him hover over, come up with a strategic plan, go ahead and speak some things into your life, go ahead and give something an identity so that you can start to see what good was supposed to look like in your life. Do you understand that? Hmm? You do? I know it sounds like I'm screaming at you, but I just really want you to get this. I really want you to start looking at good differently. I really, I, I pray that the next time that you even say oh, that and even try to give something a meaning, I want you to stop and be like, oh, wait a minute. This is 22. Um, what you doing? And I want to challenge that thought. Could it be that more things are coming together so that all of this could be good later? Could it be that you are, you, you're four ingredients away from something being good? Could it be? Could it be? Because every time that God said, let there be, and it became, it was good. So maybe you're at the first portion of that. Do you see what I'm saying? I pray that the Holy Spirit is breaking down to you what you need to be customized to break down for your life. I pray that he is showing you and you're like, you know what, I absolutely get that. And I pray that you see that you are living a good life. I don't care what stage of it you're at. I don't care what segment of season you're in. I want you to understand that it is all working for your good. So right now, this particular ingredient is good because it's going to produce fruit that is good. It's going to all come together and work together for your good because good means that God is all coming together for for the purpose that God has for you. So it's good. Do you understand that? Listen, let me go ahead and um, because I feel like I'm just my deodorant, you know how I get, okay? Um, I feel like you got what you needed though. You know what these conversations are. They are life provoking conversations, conversations that not everyone is going to give you, but who? Your favorite homegirl. Who else is gonna brew tea? OK, make sure that you find it delectable, drink it with you and trust that you're not going to go into nobody else's grandbaby. A who? 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 Don't turn me to an owl. Who? Who but me? OK, but listen, um, I'm going to go ahead and let you let me go and we'll discuss what needs to be discussed later. OK. All right. We'll talk later. Yes, we will. You know it <laughs> later.